Hello and welcome to the Our Birkbeck podcast. Our Birkbeck is an exciting year-long initiative to share and showcase the impact members of the Birkbeck community are having around the world. In this podcast series, you'll hear from our alumni, students, staff and friends, whether they are making a difference in their community, bringing about change to their industry or shaping the lives of those around them. We celebrate their story. To find out more about the Our Birkbeck initiative, please visit campaign.bbk.ac.uk. In this episode of the Our Birkbeck podcast, Bianca Smith speaks to Birkbeck alumnus and Chief Information and Digital Officer of UNAM, Arvinda Mudha. Hi, Avinda. Thank you so much for joining me today on Birkbeck's Alumni Podcast. I hope you're keeping well and a happy new year to you. Happy new year, Bianca. I'm really glad to be here. I'm looking forward to this conversation. Perfect. Thank you. So for all of you guys listening at home, uh, we're speaking today with Arvinda, who is the Chief Information and Digital Officer at UNAM. Uh, he's been in his current position since March of 2020, the, uh, the ever dreaded year. And uh, today he's going to speak to us a little bit about his time at Birkbeck, a little bit about his career and what he's so passionate about his work, um, and talking a little bit about kind of the importance of computer science in the economic recovery following the pandemic. So I thought what would be interesting is just to give you all a little bit of a sort of overview of the relationship that we hold with UNAM as it stands. Um, UNAM have been a very, very generous supporter of Birkbeck for the last three years. And what they do is they ensure that for they help with financial bursaries, which ensure that for our students, financial barriers don't get in the way on their journey to higher to achieving higher education. Um, so yeah, it really plays an important role in allowing us to widen access to all students and ensure that we support them on their journeys. Um, so yeah, thank you so much for your support, Avinda. It is very valuable. And, and, and I'm really, um, really pleased to be a part of it. I mean, I, I'm a Birkbeck alumni myself. Uh, when I joined UNAM, I was really, really pleased to, uh, to understand that we had this relationship with Birkbeck. Um, and I wanted to use the experience I had had as a, as a, as a student at Birkbeck um, and kind of build that into kind of the, the role I do and kind of uh, create a, a long lasting, um, I, I guess, relationship with Birkbeck, leverage what I've learned, but also kind of continue the the, the, the outstanding journey I've had with, with, with Birkbeck. Yeah, fantastic. Well, that leads actually quite nicely into what I wanted to speak about next. So, you know, we really are interested to hear about your Birkbeck experience um, and it would be great to tell everyone what you actually studied with us and when and then kind of a little bit more about that experience yourself. So um, my, my, my day job is uh, I, I basically run large uh, digital change infrastructure and IT uh, uh, departments. Um, so I studied uh, computer science uh, a long time ago um, and I've worked in kind of IT and IT related disciplines all my life. One of the things I, I, I realized um, was as, as you get more senior in your role, actually, the thing you do isn't as important as working with people. And I'd always had an interest in career mentoring, career counseling. Um, and for many years, I knew that Birkbed had a master's degree in career management and counseling. And for many years, I used to pick up the prospectus, look through it and think, oh, I should really apply to this. And then always put it down. Mm. And then one year, my wife said to me, look, just stop faffing about, just do it. So I did. Um, so that was, uh, 
that was 2013, I think. Um, I, I, it was the MSc in uh, Career Management and Counselling um, at Birkbeck. It was uh, part-time and distance learning over two years. Um, and it was by far and away one of the, the most fantastic things I've ever been involved in. Wow. Um, number of things. When I mean, firstly, going back to university after, you know, uh, uh, having been out of it for so long was was yeah. a challenge. I'm sure. The the other thing was that you know, Birkbeck is such a fantastic place to learn. The quality of the education, the quality of the lectures we had, and the structure was was brilliant. And I learned a huge amount um, about myself, about what I wanted to achieve, and also about you know what 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 the subject matter was. You know, career management and counselling is not it is not something that is taken lightly. Yeah. Um, and one of the things I've really been able to do is to take what I've learned and inject that into my day job. So you would look at it and go, well, actually, I've been to you work in IT. What's that got to do with IT? Yeah. I spend most of my time managing, mentoring, uh, counseling people to help them grow. Oh. I've also been able to work with a number of kind of entrepreneurial startups. Um, I do a lot of work uh, helping people in the medical and pharma sector and in, and in um, uh, the charity sector. So people look are in kind of career transitions who are either who have actually either been in long-term careers and looking to start to do something different or are working out what they want to do and it's massively interesting so I've always had that as something I've I've done when I joined Unum so my role at Unum is is um it's kind of split into two things one is running all the traditional IT mm -hmm. um and but the other is kind of how do how do we transform Unum who are a um, an insurance company at heart from being um, an insurance company that effectively um, insures corporates to actually being a much more data centric and, and digital centric uh, 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 organization. Mm -hmm. uh, so what, what's, what's been really interesting is working with Unum and then working with, with Birkbeck to say actually you've got all these fantastic people within Birkbeck who we work with in terms of the bursaries we use, how, how can we pull that together? The, the role at Birkbeck, uh, sorry, the role at Unum, uh, when someone asked me when I joined, what, what, what are your three priorities? And I said my three priorities for, for Unum are, are data, data, and data. Mm. What we've learned through, I guess, the last almost year now of the pandemic is, you know, we, we see the charts every day. You know, we look at the data every day and actually how you interpret and use the data and how you extract value for yourself, for society, for your firm. Is massively important and a lot of that is down to um, being able to understand where the data comes from how it's used how you translate it into something people can understand mm. so that that's 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 really been a, a, a challenge for all of us but actually computer science and the ability to kind of consume large amounts of data has been has been a, the real um i think a change and pivotal point over the last few months yeah, oh, fantastic. And look, it sounds like the course that you studied, I mean, I can see why you say that people would have questions around how IT fits so, you know, fits so closely with career management and counselling, but it sounds like it's been hugely influential in your ability to kind of work closely with people and make a difference in their careers as well. Um, and I think sort of what you touched on about how it was quite daunting to come back as a mature student, I do think that Bert Beck, uh, I had actually another alum that I was speaking to sum it up quite nicely where they said that, 
Birkbeck meets people where they are on the journey rather than mm-hmm. creating a one-size-fits-all model yeah. that uh, yeah. expects people to mould to them. So I think you summed that up quite nicely as well. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, it would, you know what, it would actually be really lovely to kind of hear what you think is so special about the Birkbeck community. And obviously it had a massive impact on you, so it would be nice to hear what you think about that. I think what, what's special about the and, – and you used the phrase, it's a community. Um, I mean, uh, on 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 um, – on the, on the class I was in, there was a huge range of people who were there for a huge range of different reasons. Um, you know, when, when you when you go to a traditional university, you know, at, at 18, 19, whatever, everyone is there for, you know, to have a good time and learn a bit. Yeah. The reason people go to, to Birkbeck is for the different, everyone's on a very different journey. Uh, and that, that, I think, was massively important, that you weren't... Um, you weren't just with a bunch of like-minded people. You were some very, very different people from different ages, different sectors, different backgrounds. Um, the other thing that this particular course did was every kind of um, every year there were three um, residential uh, sections where we spent a, a weekend with not just our uh, course but uh, other courses from uh, occupational behaviour, occupational design, mm. um, and you got to meet lots of people from all over the world, and it, it was it was pretty fantastic. Yeah. The other kind of key thing is just the quality of the teaching. It, it, it's not, it, it's not, it shouldn't be underplayed. I mean, I, I used to uh, lecture at UCL and I was just very, very impressed with, you know, the quality of the research and, 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 the, and the teaching that went there. I came to Birkbeck and it's, it's as good, if not better, because there's a, a real passion and a desire to kind of work with different levels of people on, on different parts of the journey. You can't teach everyone the same thing because everyone is on that, on that as you said, that that different part of where they've come yeah. from. And that, that that's, that's I think, the real power of, of Birkbeck. Yeah, absolutely. And I really have heard some incredible stories about people's different backgrounds. And I guess, you know, like you mentioned, the traditional university does kind of feed in quite nicely to students who have come straight out of secondary school and have quite a sort of uh, unanimous, mm. I guess, model. But yeah, I mean, I think Birkbeck has, you know, I've heard stories about people who've, who are refugees and people who have, you know, six children and they took their took their eldest to a university fair and ended up being so inspired that yeah. they joined Birkbeck for an evening course. So I think that is really, really special. Um, obviously, it would have been a really quite challenging year for many of Birkbeck students having to adapt to an online environment and maybe not necessarily just related to that. But is there any advice that you'd give to a Birkbeck student who's currently studying with us? So... One of the things that um, we were told when we when we started that course was that uh, life events are going to get in the way. So you know, because we're all at different levels of age, maturity, family life, personal life, everyone's going to do with different things. And I think going in, go into it and don't assume that you follow the same path as everyone else. Uh, the course I was on, um, it was two years, uh, but you could extend it to three years by uh, running your uh, dissertation for an extra year. Then um, there was there were some people who were actually remote working. And there's one chap who was remote working from Switzerland. Um, so it, everything is different for everyone. So what we realised was that when you talk to your your colleagues and you talk to your um, you talk to the the teaching staff, they're happy to support whichever way you want to work and what works for you. I think that's important. Don't sit there and think no one else is in this in this same situation as me the chances are people will have been through it and will know what to do and know how to help yeah yeah 
Absolutely. I think, yeah, that sort of pastoral support that goes beyond just the educational support is really in place at Birkbeck. And I guess very much to your point there, we have had such a diversity of students come through that it is highly likely that someone will have been through the same sort of, I guess, trial and tribulation as you. So to reach out and kind of, I just feel that unity is really important as well. Absolutely. Perfect. Thank you so much for sort of elaborating on that a little bit. Um, yeah, you kind of touched on your role at Unum, obviously, and how that tied in with the course that you studied with us. Um, it would be great to hear a little bit more and sort of, you do sound like you're really passionate about the work you do. And it'd be mm. interesting to kind of know what what's your drivers and how, yep. you know, what gets you out of bed in the morning, I guess. So uh, I'm, I, I'm passionate about delivering change. Mm. Um, and quite often that change is not something that you're you plan for so if you think about kind of you know a year ago uh, when I joined Unum I I had a very specific vision in mind about where I wanted to take the firm in terms of um, becoming data centric and and digital first what I've realized actually is if you look around at the firms and the people that have succeeded during the pandemic is people who've effectively been much more, I guess, had digital dexterity. Mm. They've been able to adapt quickly. They've been able to respond and change their business model or change the way they work, you know, or change how they work or who they work with. And and that's only going to uh, accelerate. So the people who can adapt quickly are the people who will who will kind of survive and thrive. Yeah. Um, if if you think of kind of uh, the people who, uh, not everyone has done terribly during the pandemic. You know, if if you if you're if you've got a delivery company, you know actually you've probably been very successful. Yeah. Um. So how do you get better at that? If you've got a, if you if you've set up a restaurant and actually you only do takeaway now, you're probably doing okay. Yeah. So just and it isn't always to do with IT, but actually the people who have been online delivering stuff, delivering services, um, yeah, delivering teaching. I mean, if you think of you know Joe Wicks, Joe Wicks, the PE teacher. Yeah. He's been massively successful because he's yeah. gone and uh, only did so. So some of this is knowing how to do it. And yeah. there's plenty of education and courses out there to teach you how to do it. Some of this is is just just pick stuff up and learn. And, you know, everything you ever wanted to learn about everything is now on YouTube. You can go into YouTube yeah. and say, you know, how do you peel a cucumber? And there's thousands of things about, you know, how do you peel a cucumber? Yeah. So all that kind of stuff is there. So, you know, don't don't shy away from trying to find out yeah absolutely yeah no to be just on that actually quickly um anecdotally my mum yesterday said she's discovered youtube it's revolutionized her life <laughs> i think there's something on there for everyone isn't yeah. there yeah um so yeah obviously you know at the pandemic has highlighted the massive importance of digitization and you know it feeds really nicely into what you were saying but i'd love to kind of hear a little bit deeper about how you feel that uh our, i guess our sort of economic recovery will rely so heavily on the digitization and how that kind of how you see that sort of occurring and perhaps the role that you feel you play in your position so i I think unfortunately some some roles and some um job sectors may not come back the way we used to know them Mm. and yeah they may have ended up moving completely online so the, the the need to um educate people to understand how how technology works how it's not it's not something that sits in the corner and you should be afraid of it it's part of everyday lives um and the fact that you know we we can almost teach the entire population 
online now. I mean, it, the measures of success have to be uh, understood, but it is possible. So what we need to understand is how do we build people who can deliver these services and systems in the future? So some of that is people need to build the system so that you know, computer science and learning about computer science uh, goes a long way along that line. The other is how, how do we innovate and you know, what, what entrepreneurial ecosystems out there? And a lot of people I, I speak to in the entrepreneurial community say, actually, it's all been done. Well, it, it hasn't all been done. Yeah. Now, if you think about you know, companies like Uber or Airbnb, wherever you think of them, they weren't around, you know, five, six, eight years yeah. ago. And there's more of those coming. So, you know, uh, if you look at um, just simple things, so you can't switch on the TV now without being bombarded with adverts for, you know, home food deliveries companies yeah. who will now kind of send deliver you a package meal which you just put in a pan. Now that isn't technology is under, underpinning that, but it's the idea. So almost any idea you have now, if you have the right technology to support you, you can deliver it and and make, yeah. make it a success. So that that's I think the key thing. People need to be much more. I, I use that phrase again: digital dexterity. Mm. You need to be able to moderate how you work and what you work with to use some of those tools and it, it's easy it's relatively easy to learn as long as you ask the right questions and yeah. quite often you, know, you you will learn by asking the right questions and you know and um sometimes you'll ask some stupid questions sometimes you won't yeah and that that's just how it's going to be yeah oh fantastic i think yeah obviously there's a massive you know that digital just dexterity that you keep touching on is incredibly important and perhaps yeah even asking the wrong questions which might send you onto the right path um yeah it's certainly an interesting 12 months ahead especially yeah. with the six-week lockdown that we're all yeah. facing yeah. now yeah. um thank you so much for touching on that i thought it'd be really nice if we touched on a little fun one now um mm -hmm. So it's just the three, obviously, you've spent a couple of years with Birkbeck and um, I failed to mention at the start, you've, you you stay obviously through Unum, you've stayed incredibly connected, yeah. but also very kindly you volunteered your time to mentor our students at Birkbeck as well this year. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it'd be great to hear the three words that you would use to describe Birkbeck. Yeah. So I've thought about this for a while. I think that the, the three key words, are, the first one is open, because that's exactly what Unum are. Yeah, they're open to support you and how you want to learn what you want to learn um kind of fit in around you uh, the next thing is is going is caring you know that yeah. you're not you're not just a, a number in a, in a sausage machine trying to get through university uh, because everyone is so different there is that element of care around it and the third one is is professional you don't end up with a kind of you end up with a very very high quality qualification yeah and that makes a huge difference. I mean, I, and to the point where, you know, if, if, if I get two CVs through um, and someone's got Birkbeck on their CV, I think that to have achieved that, given yeah. how people go through there, that that's that's um, a massive achievement in itself. So I think open, caring and professional are the, are the three words I'd use. And that's if I think back to my experience there, that that's what I take away from it. Oh, fabulous. Well, that's 2021's marketing campaign. Right <laughs> well, thank you so, so much for your time today, Avinder. I know obviously you're an extremely busy man and we are very, very grateful for the support that you and Unum provide us. Um, it's been really great to chat with you. Uh, and as I mentioned, obviously, we are, you know, ext extremely grateful for the support that Unum have provided us. Um, we'll share a link in the podcast, a little bit more about the relationship with Unum. And yeah, thank you so much for your time today. All the best for the year that is to be. 
thank you very much, Bianca, and thank I, I really look forward to working with Birkbeck going forward. Thank you. Perfect. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. That's the end of this episode. We hope you have enjoyed listening to Bianca and Arvinda. If you're interested in finding out more about our Birkbeck, please visit campaign.bbk.ac.uk to read more about the impact our community is having around the world. Thanks for listening and until next time. Thank you.